It was the night before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that his hour had come. The Passover was when Jews celebrated and still celebrate God liberating them from slavery in Egypt. You remember the story. Uh, Even though God had sent a series of plagues on Egypt, uh, still Pharaoh would not let God's people go. And so God sent one final plague, the most terrible of all, the uh, death of the firstborn male in every family. And each Israelite family were to uh, slaughter a lamb and wipe the blood on the doorpost of their house. And that was to be the sign, the sign that they would be passed over, uh, spared from the devastation of this final plague. So during the Passover festival, uh, each Israelite family, those who could afford it, would sacrifice a lamb to remember that instead of death, their ancestors received life and freedom. It was, the, it was just before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that his hour had come. At the wedding in Cana, you remember where Jesus performed his first miracle, he said to his mother, my hour has not yet come. And when the Jews tried to seize Jesus uh, during the festival of tabernacles, no one was able to lay a hand on him, according to John, because his hour had not yet come. But now, just before the Passover, Jesus' hour had come. Jesus, the Lamb of God, was about to do the very thing that he was always destined to do. He was about to die for the sins of the world. He was about to die for your sins and for my sins, so that if we put our trust in him, instead of death, we receive everlasting life. We are set free, not from a tyrannical Pharaoh as uh, ancient Israel were, but from sin and death itself. The Passover, the lamb, the sacrifice, the freedom. Jesus got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing and wrapped a towel around his waist. This action is deeply symbolic. Let me put that another way. Jesus got up from his rightful place beside the Father in heaven. He took off his divine majesty and power, and he wrapped humanity around himself. He clothed himself with humanity, and he began to wash his disciples' feet. God gave up his rightful place in heaven, emptied himself, entered into his creation as a man, and at a specific point in history, He washed the dirt and the grime from the feet of his beloved disciples, an act of humble service, something that normally only a slave would do. And Peter doesn't want Jesus to wash his feet. And Jesus says to Peter, unless I wash you, you have no part with me. You see, this simple act of service pointed forward to a far greater act of service, the ultimate act of service, when Jesus laid down his life for our sins. If we want to belong to Jesus's kingdom, we cannot refuse this act of service. Uh, We cannot refuse to accept that Jesus has died for us. We are washed clean because of Jesus's death. We can do nothing to contribute. We must accept this staggering act of service as a gift. And what's more, it's a gift that none of us deserve. 
But there's more. Jesus tells his disciples, Jesus tells us that he's setting an example. We are to live lives of humble service. We are to serve Jesus and we are to serve one another. And in so doing, we will be a blessing to the world, a blessing to all nations. That doesn't mean that we're necessarily called to martyrdom, though many Christians have died for their faith. But it does mean that we lay down our lives for Christ and his church. We lay down our lives for Christ and his church. That is no small thing. I want to finish with two verses that summarize all of this. The first is Philippians 2, uh, 5 to 8. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used for his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself, becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Second verse is Matthew 16, verse 25. Jesus said, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me We'll find it. So in a moment, when we wash one another's feet, let us reaffirm our commitment to follow Jesus' example of humble servanthood, not just here tonight, but over the course of our whole lives. Heavenly Father, we do pray that you will help us to follow this example, the example set by your son Jesus of humble servanthood. We pray, Father, that we will be prepared to give up our lives for you and for your church. And we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen.